I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody see that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, episode 104. I'm your host, Sammy, and that's my friend. Yeah, I'm Pat. Also a host. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the show where we talk about Buffy and Lost. Yeah, normally we save this whole spiel for like, you know, 20 minutes 10, into the podcast. 10, 20 minutes in, yeah. But I was on top of it today. Yeah, I was right like, off. you know what? I'm going to bring my A game. Wow. Yeah, I like this. Turn I've a new been leaf. On top. I've been on top this week, you know? Really? I've been living large. What kind yeah. of large? I don't know. I just feel like I've been, you know, I had some, been... as you know, I had some customer bullshit <laughs> dealings some with. Some customer from... complaints you had to uh, Yeah deal with just a mean just a mean lady who was always mean about my stuff but kept buying it for five years and finally i was like you know what you're just mean i'm not gonna no more I'm stuff not, for you i'm gonna yeah i'm canceling your orders from <laughs> now on because she she came at my integrity oh man made you can't some do false that accusations about me and oh, i was boy. like you know what Mm-mm. and then when i responded to her she she said that it was a uh, whiny democratic attitude so i was yeah. like all right well now i understand what the real issue is here but anyway i handled that i oh feel boy. like a boss i i was like you know what i feel good about this response yeah i'm i am respecting my own energy and boundaries okay and i'm being i'm being a bad boss and i like it a <laughs> bad so bad <laughs> just a bad girl so that's where i'm at this week how about you pat yeah, no, I, I can't say I'm in the same place as you. <laughs> uh, it's been a busy week for moi, myself. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I had to translate just in case you couldn't keep up. You yeah, know, so I know French. Sometimes do, so my my language switching can throw you off. Mm-hmm. So no. I just like to fill you in just sure. in case. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's been busy, <laughs> but uh, we can handle it. We're getting through the week. It's a long one and uh it's a normal week it's a normal week yeah and (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you can tell i'm a little tired this week i'm a little slow a little slow slower are you are you working out regularly still (laughs) no (laughs) okay you gotta start doing that again i did like a month ago i picked it back up for three days okay usually that's my workout regimen is you know i'll max out at like three four days a week Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems good. I do a little Get little a hopscotch. I'll do I'll do one day uh, off in hopscotch? between. Yeah, that's you how I work out. Hopscotch? I just hopscotch <laughs> with I, your children. I chalk I chalk <laughs> it out in the street. Okay, hey, it's a good it's a good cardio. And I hopscotch. I'm a little froggy, right. Sammy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> hopscotch yeah. Pat. Hopscotch Pat. That's me. That's what they call me on the streets. But cool. <laughs> yeah, so no, I haven't been working out for a little bit. Every once in a while on the weekend, I'll throw a little workout in and then I'm sore for yeah. like three days. I'm like, that was a mistake. And then, yeah. And then you're like, why am I bothering? Why would I that's, do this? That's what used to happen to me. And then, but you just got to like, you got to give yourself a day or two to recover and then you just got to do it again and keep yeah. doing it. And then it doesn't feel so bad. But I get it because it's very hard for me 
to establish a workout routine. Yeah. But whenever I do any kind of working out, and most of the time, it's not a lot. Like, I don't go to the gym. I have a workout app that I do at home. And it's like, you know, sometimes I'll do like a 10, 20 minute stretch yoga routine. And then like this app, which is like seven minute workout app. Dance, dance, revolution, so, extreme. I don't have DDR, but I do have <laughs> just dance. So yeah, okay. sometimes that'll be my workout. So it's not yeah. like I do anything crazy, you know, but right. like um i always feel really good afterwards yeah see i've never had that boosts i've never no? had i've never had the i feel really good after my workout that other people talk of ever even Maybe. at my thinnest when i was working out constantly i never mm. had that good feeling ever it's just my Maybe brain doesn't work that are way broken i'm almost certain that they are <laughs> the endorphin machine has never picked up production mm. you know manufacturers other things <laughs> we're working on it sammy out. joe we're working on it <laughs> uh, yeah yeah but you know i'm gonna i'll wait till the next dance. pandemic just dance pat next pandemic i'm gonna be so lean so thin remember how much mm. i worked out during the pandemic i do yeah so once that comes back then mm-hmm. you know i'll be uh svelte once again yeah, or you can just dance. No, I can't dance. As as yeah. you know, Sammy Joe. You dance <laughs> you just witnessed. fine. I'm just saying, you no, you don't have to do any <laughs> routine or whatever. Just like put on a song that put on nah, some Lady Gaga. It doesn't bring and me just joy. Dance it up. Dancing uh, doesn't I've, bring me joy. I think if you do it enough, it will. Nope, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. Well, I definitely think dancing, your endorphins are working broken. out. <laughs> doesn't bring me joy. <laughs> yeah all right well i don't know you can't fix me (laughs) dr sammy's out (laughs) yeah all right i beat beat him (laughs) (laughs) okay uh well happy april yeah happy april to you yeah april fool you you know what i can't wait joe what after april it's It's gonna gonna be be may (laughs) i know we love that joke yeah, every year. It's our favorite. Comes back around. It's because you love J-, J. Tim. J. Tim's? Yeah. Yeah, you love him, so. Yeah, big fan. Yeah. Z's bringing May back. Mm-hmm. Along with a side dish of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's full. He's serving a full plate yeah. of sexy. All right. With a side of May. You know, you don't hear much about him anymore. Or maybe yeah, I, I don't. don't. know. I don't know. I, think I don't he just hear anything. cashed out on, on that rock. trolls money, you know? He what, made that movie troll? Trolls. Oh yeah, he did yeah. that song. I got a feeling. Like, <laughs> what? He was a troll. <laughs> yeah, he was a troll, and then he cashed yes. out on the money. He's like, yeah. I'm out. JT out. I'm Maybe taking sexy just... out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's taking sexy back. Yeah. Um, back home. Forever. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's um, I don't know, just like doing cool environmental stuff. That's what I would hope he's doing. Yeah. All right. Let's go with that. It's just my dream. You know? Yeah. All right. We'll come well, back. I'll I'll check it out. I'll Google it for you. I'm yeah, not let me know. Google live today, and <laughs> I'll uh, and then I'll let you know what he's up yeah, to. Yeah, let me know what he's up to. We'll be yeah. on JT Watch for now. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, anything cool. else to catch up on before we jump into these banger shows, Sammy Joe? I don't think so. All um, right. Happy Easter. Is that going to be coming up soon? Sure is. So yeah, happy Easter or you know Passover. Yeah. Uh, 
anything mm-hmm. that you celebrate sure. around that holiday. Peaster. Um, I already celebrate um, Ostara or Spring Equinox. That already happened, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's cool. Mm-hmm. The, nor- the North Stara? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. exactly what it is. Well, what do you say <laughs> we just jump in, in to Buffy? To Buffy. <laughs> this week, we watched... I don't know what happened there. I got robotic for a second there. <laughs> That's okay. It happens <laughs> we to us all. Buffy Season 6, Episode 9 smashed smashed like a pumpkin or like a uh, drunk buffy smashed yep or that that or could also like, work for that definitely mm-hmm. yeah original air date november 20th 2001 2001 written by drew z greenberg and directed by turi meyer drew z greenberg is yeah, the z a middle are... name yeah or is it drew z like no, it's name. Drew uh-huh. space Z period Greenberg. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yep. Great. <laughs> Moving on. Your predictions from last week, you said that Willow is locked into the darkness. Oh, yeah. And now that everyone has split apart, this is the perfect time for her to go even darker into the rabbit hole. <laughs> They're all ghosting Willow a little. You were saying like about the Scoobies. You said we're gonna ha- we're gonna be emo everybody for a few episodes. <laughs> this this one went on very long, so I had to just cut it as best I could. Okay. And then you said Willow will try to reach back out to Tara. They'll have one more fallout fight, and that will send her into a rage. Maybe something bad will happen to Tara, and Willow blames herself even more because she couldn't protect her. Oh wow, these are good. I think I become know? clairvoyant. During these. How would you know that they're good? I just, I have a, I got a feeling inside <laughs> my bones. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I thought you were going to do, I got a feeling. <laughs> no, it's JT song. The, the troll song. It's the troll oh, song, Sammy Joe. Oh, full Just circle. referenced it. Yeah. Wow, well done. It's what done. we call a callback. Yeah, that's great. I, um... <laughs> I did not see that movie. Don't know the song. Oh, so. you should see Trolls. It's actually really good. You would like it. There's somebody with would pink I? hair in it, and you would love yeah, it. Yeah, a troll. A, yes. Yeah, I know. Turns out seen the it's a troll. Previews. Oh, <laughs> my Joe. God. What? Yeah. You would <laughs> you love Trolls. Me a troll? Trolls is totally up your alley. Well, how, why? Because there are just lots of color? Yeah, there's singing? lots of color. There's singing. There's JT. There's also the girl. I think that means it's up your alley. Who's in the new girl? Okay. Who's that girl? Zoe Deschanel. Yes. Uh, she's hit or miss with me, believe it or not. Well, she's um, hit and miss. All right. Okay. Let me let me put it a different way. She's hitting yeah. in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> About trolls? Would this be considered a musical? Um, well, it's like an animated movie. Aren't all animated movies considered a musical in some way or another? I guess that's probably true. Like Moana? Yeah. That's musical. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You can't have a... And you really liked it. Trolls? 
Yeah. I wouldn't say I really liked it, but I liked it enough. Did you like it more than the Buffy musical episode? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, why? Is it simply because of JT? JT, Zoe Deschanel, <laughs> there's trolls, it's funny. Okay. All right, big proponent. I might be putting trolls up on a pedestal here. I think you might be. You might want to go into it with very low expectations. I don't think I'm going to go into it. And then be blown away like I was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let's just move on. (laughs) Trolls 2 as well. I didn't see that one, though. I do know that. I do know that there's some trolls too. Rock something, rock of the, rock of the, rock, rock. The rocks in it? The rock, no. I don't think so. I mean, he could Hmm. be. He's in a lot of things. Yeah. Scorpion King. He was singing in Moana, so. That's right. Moana's a good one. Moana is great. Yeah. Phenomenal. Okay. Okay, Anyway, your next prediction is Spike and Buffy will be a hot, torrid thing. They'll make (laughs) out every once in a while, and then they'll stop, make out three episodes later, and then I asked you if you thought they were going to have sex, and you were like, no. Man, I was, we'll get into it. I think they'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, I think they do. <laughs> All right. So we open in an alley at night. A middle-aged couple is being threatened by two goons when Buffy shows up and kicks one of them and realizes that they're human. And she says, just a good old-fashioned mugging. Haven't had one of those in a while. Mm. She gives the woman back her purse, tells the couple to go, which they do. The muggers prepare to attack Buffy, but Spike jumps in and he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yarr. Punches one of them, gets a jolt of pain because they're human, obviously. Yep. And then the muggers run off. Buffy yells at him for helping her. Then Spike makes a pass at her. She turns him down. He calls her a tease and she walks off. Spike yelling after her. It's only a matter of time before you realize I'm the only one here for you, pet. You got no one else. Mm. Cut to Willow. Alone in the Summer's house, looking out into the hall, realizing she's the only one there. Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Rat Amy starts squeaking in her cage, and Willow (laughs) takes her out, puts her on the bed. And I was like, you know, it's funny that she could bring Buffy back from the dead, but still hasn't figured out how to change Amy back into a rat. I was thinking that (laughs) myself and Mm -hmm. wait, did we already see the opening titles? Yes. Okay. The opening titles. Well, not the opening. We see the previews. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. But not the intro yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the previously on Buffy, Mm -hmm. they covered a lot of ground there. They did. They showed basically everything (laughs) that's happened in the show. Yeah, and then much. when they showed Amy the rat, I'm like, "What? Amy the rat's coming back? We haven't seen her in like yeah, four they, seasons." Yeah, they should. That's why I don't like to watch the previously on because like yeah. it just gives you you know a what's preview. coming up, right? Yeah, you're like, okay, um, they're gonna touch on this, they're gonna touch on yeah, that. Yeah, because the they showed back. they showed the gingerbread episode where she turns herself into a rat, right? Um, rather than being burned at the stake, right? So yeah. Uh, so Amy, the rat, starts squeaking in her cage. Willow puts her on the bed. Um, and then she does a handy Revelio Revelio. Yeah, well, she says Reveille. But, she says um, Ravioli. <laughs> in in Hogwarts Legacy, you do Revelio to like reveal things that are hidden. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of funny that this one is, re- she says Reveille. And ha. bam, a page just appears on her desk. Wow. How convenient. 
and it's how to make uh, Campbell's tomato soup, strangely yep. enough. Yeah. That's the secret yes, that's recipe. Good for Thanks, uh, Mr. cooking Campbell. a rat in. <laughs> what? No. What? You wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. Uh, so Willow reads the spell, and then in a flash of red lightning, the rat turns into Amy. Ooh, it's red lightning. <laughs> When there's a rat on your bed and you gotta change it back into a human. Come on, Amy, come on back as a girl. You were a rat and now you're not. Rat Amy. You were furry and you want cheese. Long tailed. Oh, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I think we need to go back to chat uh, GPT and <laughs> chat have GPT, them write. <laughs> back us up. Get us some more grease lyrics about but a rat about in a cage. A rat named Amy that used to be a human. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so she looks around all twitchy and then she screams. Mm. Then we get the intro. Wait, did she do the spell already? Yeah. Yeah. Willow? Yeah. It- Remember she, I said she turns back into a human and then you started, you started singing <laughs> the song? Oh, right. <laughs> That's why we were singing All that right, song. All right, right, right. But did you say what she said? No, I didn't because okay. it's so stupid. She says, kakapoo, wainapoo, chokipoo, wainskaloo. It's so, it's so bad. It's I was such like, a bad spell. This? Who wrote this spell? I mean, it's I think It's not Joss's this- work you know that no. his spell would sound drew, a little bit drew z greenberg drew z come on drew z yeah. boozy what are you doing it was Man, uh, you drew z lose am i right sammy joe <laughs> <laughs> so it was like sochifu that's terrible <laughs> yeah i don't know it's the worst i don't know what it is Spell and a lot of times ever. there's a lot of times there's like a translation of like what it means, but yeah. I think this is just this is Drew gobbledygook, just right? And you know he's like, I have four minutes to turn this script in, <laughs> and I do not have a spell. And he just looked around his room. He just tickled a baby and wrote down. What <laughs> yeah, Juicy Poo, Cozy Poo. <laughs> uh, he's yeah, like that'll so, do write it write it that'll do so yeah she says this crazy thing that i don't know how allison handy to keep a straight face while saying it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yes then we get amy uh real amy back mm-hmm. then we get the intro then we come back in a museum at night andrew descends from a domed ceiling on a wire all dressed in oh, slimming black clothing a la mission impossible yeah, he's Tom cruising it up. Yeah, but he's also wearing a beret. Looks great in it. Looks great. He drops down in front of a giant case and attaches a metal device to it. Cool. Then Jonathan and Warren super casually just appear behind him and make fun of him because it's just the Sunnydale Museum and their security system is a guy named Rusty. Rusty. Warren shoves Andrew and like he does a few flips because he's still attached to the wire. <laughs> he flips him. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of flipping. flips in midair and, and then he stops him. himself. <laughs> uh, as Andrew disconnects himself from the wires, Warren steps up to the glass with a blowtorch attached to a tank he's wearing as a That's backpack. That's cool. Very cool. Um, and he starts to cut a hole in the glass 
and um we'll just do these super quick lines here because they're okay. kind of fun you can be jonathan and i'll be andrew all right see that's cool how come he gets to play with all the cool stuff because i'm allergic to methane and you're still afraid of hot things i know besides the tank kept making both of us tip over remember <laughs> <laughs> love these guys <laughs> they're good it's a good time Warren, with them. i know mostly andrew and jonathan i think warren takes things a little too seriously but i'm cool with him i think right. he, i think he balances it out a little bit you know yeah you gotta have true. one wild card of the group you know yeah you gotta have one that's like kind of in charge right or yeah. thinks he is you know right right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> warren finishes cutting a hole in the case and pulls out a big old diamond like the size of my fist man which is this size so you can see it Okay, thanks for that visual. You're welcome. <laughs> he says, boys, congratulations. Phase one of the plan is now complete. Let's <laughs> get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but when they turn around, they're face to face with Rusty. Uh-oh, Rusty alert. He's an older man who doesn't really look like he could keep up running looks after like, these guys. looks uh, like his name would be Cliff. Yeah. Like from, um, he looks kind of like the Cliff from... Uh, Lost, <laughs> lost in New York. Uh, Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Oh, Cliff? the guy that security is like goes like, the, he goes to the church or something. No, 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 no. no oh, no. I'm thinking of the he first. He came movie. up to the floor. Yeah. With Tim Curry. Yeah. And then uh, through the door, he's playing the talk boy. He's like, tell him, tell him you love him. I love you. <laughs> remember that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's been a long time since i've seen the second one. Oh, that's great didn't we watch home alone was the that one club? of the movies in movie club i don't think so or do we just watch that maybe it was because i watched the home alone like uh the movies that made us episode oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah um yeah those are great yeah but yeah it's been a long time since i've seen the second one <laughs> you gotta see it it's a good one yeah so um Warren tells Rusty that they're with the Get the Freeze Ray tour group. And when Rusty tells him the museum closed five hours ago, Warren says, guess we just lost track of time. We should probably get the freeze ray out of here now. <laughs> and he looks back at Andrew and Jonathan, who finally pick up on his not-so-subtle hint to get out their freeze ray. Mm. Um, so Jonathan pulls out a freeze ray and shoots Rusty. Ice wow. shoots out of it and cases Rusty completely, immobilizing him. It's like Mr. A, Freeze. Yeah. So I wrote, insert Freeze. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Batman and Robin joke. Chill. Hey, Rusty. <laughs> chill, chill out. Chill out. <laughs> Freeze. It's time to cool down. It's time to cool down. Yeah, I knew this would happen. That's why I wrote that in my notes. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen Batman I, and Robin for a while so me neither so i can't really remember them but i definitely remember chill was one chill he says it like three times when he's freezing the whole city chill <laughs> chill <laughs> it's good i wish i remembered more of them but <laughs> oh well good enough mm -hmm. <laughs> unfortunately this also encases the freeze ray and jonathan's arm in ice 
Warren doesn't seem to be too concerned about that. Um, but after Jonathan keeps complaining about the cold, Warren, you know, is like, fine, let's go. Andrew asks if Rusty will be okay. And Warren says, oh, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll defrost in a couple of days. No harm, no foul. And Andrew says, won't he tell on us? And Warren says, and say what? Two guys in a mime took me out with their freeze ray? That's likely. (laughs) (laughs) A mime. So they leave Rusticle behind. And then they cut back to the Summer's house. Willow brings a now-clothed Amy some hot chocolate. But she says that she's queasy and keeps kind of like jumping at noises. Yeah. (laughs) Amy tells Willow everything feels weird. It feels like she was in the cage for weeks. But she's still hoping that Larry will ask her to the prom. And Willow's um, like, Ugh. Okay, so she lost some time here, huh? So she lost some time. Okay. Well, yeah. I was wondering if, like, as a rat, if she would have any memory as a rat. Yeah. Because as a rat in Willow she and saw Tara's some room, things. she saw some things, man. She saw some things in, you know, Willow and Oz's. Right. It's been a long well, while. Yeah, she saw she saw Willow lose her virginity. Okay, well, we don't need to list the things. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, so it uh, does not seem like she has a, a memory for these kinds of things. Um, no, it's probably for the better. Probably for the better. Um, but also, she was only in that cage in, you know, moving to wherever Willow was. So it's not like she saw anything that was happening outside of that room. Mm wherever she was stationed at the time. But okay. yeah, she clearly does not seem to remember any of that, as we will discover shortly. Um, so Willow says, uh, Amy, three things we have to talk about. One, Larry's gay. Two, Larry's dead. And three, high school's kind of over. And Amy is like, how long was I in the cage? And Willow doesn't, re- you know, just kind of like looks awkwardly and doesn't answer. And she's like, how long? <laughs> <laughs> Buffy arrives home, goes up to Willow's room to check on her. And Buffy starts to tell her about a not so good choice she made recently. Probably making out with Spike. But she's interrupted when Amy walks into the room. And Amy is like still reeling from the fact that the whole school was destroyed by a giant snake. And then Buffy asks Amy how she's been. And Amy says, rat, you? Buffy <laughs> says, dead. Dead. <laughs> yeah, and Amy's this, like, oh. <laughs> this, this exchange was funny. Yeah. <laughs> rat. <laughs> how about you? Dead. dead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Amy asks if they have cookies, any kind, just not cheese. Not cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and Her Buffy eyes are so a- wide, too. She's like, not cheese. <laughs> Yeah, she's, like she, you know... She's been through it. She's been through some, some yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, Buffy Buffy says that she can go and get them, and um, but, you know, uh, then Amy says she can get them herself, and Buffy offers to let her sleep on the couch, which Amy accepts, and then she leaves to go find cookies. Um, alone again, Willow says to Buffy that it's nice to have another magically inclined friend around and then asks Buffy what she wanted to talk about. But Buffy says that it's nothing. Uh, Buffy heads into the living room to check on Amy. She says, Amy tells her, you know, she's sorry about Buffy's mom and like that there's just so much that changed while she was gone. Buffy says um, that Gatorade has a new flavor, blue. Mm. And Amy says, see, head spinning. 
people getting frozen, Willow's dating girls, and did you hear about Tom and Nicole? And Buffy <laughs> latches on <laughs> to the people getting frozen part. Um, and Amy unmutes a news report she was watching about the Sunnydale Museum. And we cut to Buffy in front of the museum, jumping to try to see over people. She pushes her way to the front and sees the rustic rusticle. Rusticle? Wheeled rusticle? <laughs> <laughs> rusticle. Yeah. <laughs> Wheeled out towards the ambulance. She sneaks around the side of the museum away from the crowd where she finds Spike, of course. Rusty can't and, survive this. This deep freeze. This can't be good for your body. I mean. I don't think it's cryogenically safe. I don't know. It's untested, Sammy Maybe Joe. we find out. Maybe we learn about that. We do in this episode? Maybe. Maybe not. And you can make a prediction. Okay. Just going to have to wait and see again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Buffy, uh, Spike keeps trying to talk to her about the kissing and Buffy tells him, look, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry if you thought that it meant more. But when I kissed you, you know, I was thinking about Giles, right? Aren't we all and- sister? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I okay, so he's in obviously the new season of Ted Lasso. Yeah. And I was like, Anthony Head is like still he's still got he's still looking good. Like I yeah. know he's an ass asshole in this show, but right. like he's looking good. And I looked up his age. He is sixty nine years old. Looking and that good. man could still get it. Still getting it. No problem. Nope. Wow. But Spike says, you know, I always wondered about you two. And Buffy's like, what? Oh, gross, Spike. He <laughs> left. I was depressed. Ergo, vulnerability, and bad kissing decisions. Okay, but that's all it was. You have to let it go. And Spike is like, okay, did you convince yourself? You know. And she tells him to go away, but he follows after her, tells her that a man can change, but she tells him he's not a man. He's a thing. He grabs her, and she punches him. He backhands her, and she falls to the ground, but he doesn't feel any pain. He's surprised and then quickly recovers and pretends to have a migraine. Buffy gets up, hits Spike. He falls to the ground and she tells him, you're a thing, an evil, disgusting thing, and walks away. But Spike knows something is up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Always punching Buffy, these vampire guys. Yeah. Well, Spike couldn't Right. Her well, now he can. Now. And now it's game on. <laughs> I mean, the vampire guys are always punching Buffy because she is the Slayer. So yeah, but also they're like in love with her too. rival. And, you know. I mean, pretty much just Angel and Spike. I mean, right. I guess Dracula, but he's like kind of a different story. Yeah. That's just his MO, you know. Okay. So after break, Spike looks around at all the people walking in downtown Sunnydale and he sees a woman looking like she's waiting for someone, but she gives up and walks away and Spike stalks after her, jumps her in an alley, taunts her, and also rants to her about Buffy. He goes in to bite the woman, but gets a migraine and reels back and kind of like falls back into a dumpster, not actually into the dumpster, but the side of it. Yeah. And she screams and runs off as Spike is, Spike says, what the hell is going on? Next day, Tara and Dawn are outside. Dawn is drinking a gigantic milkshake, and they talk about the movie they just saw. Tara tells Dawn that she will always be there for her, that her moving out had nothing to do with her, and she will never stop loving her, which I think is very nice. 
So nice. It's also very Tara. reminiscent of divorced parents. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's like they kind of were, you know, after Buffy died and, and Willow and Tara moved into the house with Dawn. Like, yeah, pretty much. They pretty much were her parents. Yep. Um, Dawn tells her that Willow is being careful about stuff, i.e. magic. And Tara says that, you know, that's great. We cut to Buffy, Willow, Think Xander, again. and Anya. Gathered around the research table at the magic box, Willow reads a paper and says the security guard is going to be okay. He's been thawed by hair dryers. And she says everything slowed down. His nervous system, circulatory system, he's still unconscious. Oh, okay. So we answered that. Yes. <laughs> I must have been thinking about something else at that time. Must have been thinking about how hot Giles is. <laughs> yeah. How much you miss him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> Anya complains that the book she wants is one that Giles took with him, and Buffy suggests calling him but can't remember the time difference. London is eight hours ahead of Pacific time. Good to know. Willow says there's another way, and Buffy jumps to tell her that she doesn't need to do magic, you know, but Willow pulls out a laptop, and Buffy and Xander are glad that it's just a little old-fashioned state-of-the-art hacker action, as Xander says. Oh, yeah. But... Willow hovers her hands over the keyboard and a yellow light kind of glows over it. And Willow says, it's quicker. It'll just take me a sec to go through the files. Okay, internal police report. And her eyes are kind of like far off. So she's like, she's like basically getting all of this information downloaded straight into her brain. Yeah, she's, she's. From uh, the interwebs. She's like uh, human magic jack. Yeah. You know, she's jacked in. She's jacked in. <laughs> <laughs> She's cyber spelling web magics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What have yep. you? She's what doing it. What have you? Yeah. And chicanery. Chicanery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she says, a diamond was stolen from the museum last night, a big one, on loan from the Brit- British Museum. They're withholding information to smoke out the criminals. Oh, it's pretty. There's a picture. And Buffy asks if it's a magic diamond, and Anya says diamonds are excellent for cursing. Xander says that Willow must be tired from that thing she's doing, but she says she's fine and asks what the deal is. And of course, Anya is the one who speaks up, which again is why I love her. Yep. She says, oh, for crying out loud, this is bizarre. You're all la 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 with the magic and the not talking like everything's normal when we all know that Tara up and left you and now everyone's scared to say anything to you except me. <laughs> and then she looks at Xander and she says, is that the thing I do? You were commenting and Xander just like nods. <laughs> Willow yeah. says that it's okay that things got blown out of proportion, but the time away will help them sort through things. And then, you know, she says that they should keep working on this because she doesn't want to leave Amy alone for too long. Xander asks how Amy's adjusting and Willow says, it's hard to say. It's a lot to take in. I keep expecting her to do like ratty stuff, you know, licking her hands clean, shredding newspaper, leaving little pellets in the corner. Gross. <laughs> and Buffy says, let's definitely not leave her in the house for too long. <laughs> <laughs> no pellets in the corner. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be cleaning that up. Gross. We cut to the trio looking at the big diamond sitting on a little black velvet pillow. That's what you do with diamonds. You put it on a pillow and you look at it. Definitely. Because diamonds have no use, really. I mean, I guess you could use it to cut things, right? Definitely. Yeah, it's good for that, for sure. But other than that, 
I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Can you like shine a laser through it or something and intensify a laser maybe? I feel like I've seen that in something. That seems like something you could do. Okay. But aside from those things, it's Mm kind of useless. It's a rock. As far as we know. I don't know why we're so up in arms about these diamonds. Yeah. I mean. It's a sham. It is definitely 100% a sham. Isn't there like places in the world where you can just go and like in they're like protected desert lands and you can just walk through and pick up like a bunch of diamonds? Um, but they're like, I, we own this land, so you can't take it. I don't know. They control. That sounds probably right. I do know that there's basically one Russian family that controls like 90% of the world's diamond mining. Oh, okay. And so I that, might be on to something here. And that's why they like they just control the flow of diamonds into the market and therefore jack up the prices by controlling supply and demand. Wow. So what we have to do, Sammy Joe, is we have to make up a new rock Mm -hmm. and then control said production of that rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's put this, let's put this together. Okay. We can call it the pie mend. The pie mend? Yeah. Like Pat diamond. Oh, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I or like the Simon. diamonds. <laughs> the Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't or know. how we'll about we just it. we combine it? The Poseidon. Poseidon, huh? yeah. Ooh, because it's kind of like Poseidon, but the P is silent. Mm, I feel like we gotta <laughs> say the P. Spymond. The Spymond. Because then it sounds like spy, you know. Okay. Like only spies can have it. The Spymond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. What would it look like? Don't just say pink. Just a diamond. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just actually a diamond, but yeah. Yeah. we control it even what about more. Like a, what about like a purple diamond? What about just like a chunk of coal? I don't follow. Because <laughs> that is what ultimately turns into a diamond. Really? We just say, oh, here we go. We set up a new company. It's a shell company, obviously. And it's called Diamonds of Tomorrow. And we just sell you lumps of coal. And we say, yeah, you just got to sit on it for a while. And uh, you'll have diamonds. Yeah. Technically, we're right. Because coal turns into diamonds, right? Well, actually, I think it's a misconception that I'm wrong about. Die. Come on, I just, Sammy Joe. I just looked up. I was like, I, I was like, ooh, I think I might be wrong about <laughs> we this. We shouldn't be fact checking this. Yeah. These um, ideas never go anywhere. We just got to live in, in cloud cuckoo land. <laughs> so it's definitely, it's not the same. Barely. It's something. It's something. It's something. Okay. But it's not coal exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, it's something. It's just not coal. Yeah. All right. What if we just set up a company that's called Mystery Rock, and we yeah. just we just send you a, a rock, any mystery rock. But here's the thing: we just pick up any random rock anywhere, and then we just get the rock to endorse us. Yeah. To be we, our the face of our company. Right, and we and we and he'll put out, say, "Can you smell what, what the, the rock mystery rock?" is shipping to you there we go yeah (laughs) solid solid foundation right and then add this to the the overflowing bucket of yeah 
business ideas we have. In our infomercial, we can have one grandma opening up her package and being like, look, the Hope Diamond. And then the camera snaps in on her. (laughs) Wow. It's the diamond from the Titanic. (laughs) Right. I'm Rose. Can you believe it? And then in uh, like fine print at the bottom of the screen, it says this very low chance of this ever happening. Yeah. Point zero 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 one in forty five gazillion. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we get another winner on our hands, Sammy Joe. I think we do. I think we do. Gazillionaires, definitely. Okay, yeah. So diamond, right? Yep. Warren says they're ready for phase two and asks if the van is fired up. And Jonathan confirms. So we don't know what they're doing with this diamond. They nope. start to leave, but Spike flings open the hatch. Fling, fling. Uh, crossover. Actually, I don't really think there's too much hatch action in Lost this week. <laughs> hatch action. There's a little hatch uh, action. And he orders Warren to look at his chip. Warren says they're look at in my the chip. middle of something. Look at it. Look at it. Uh, Warren says they're in the middle of something, so Spike picks up a Boba Fett action figure. I have this Boba Fett, Sammy Joe. You do? I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Because I think the head popped off at one point. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's super glued back on. (laughs) Is it rare? Is it a pretty rare... It's not like as rare as you figure? think. There's okay. there was like a myth that it was rare, so I always thought I was sitting on a gold mine having one yeah. of those things. Well, maybe fe- this is what perpetuated that myth. Maybe I I but but I looked it up, and the rare one was a very shortly produced one that had a, sh- a firing rocket out of his back, oh, and the wow. one that I have has a has a it, the the rocket just sits in there. It's oh. like it's stationary, it's static, mm-hmm. but I think. They released it originally where it fires out, but then they got rid of that because, you know, there's a choking hazard. Somebody yeah. got shot in the eye with it or something. Sure. You know? So it's really rare if you have the other one. And that one's worth like $40,000 or something. Holy ridiculous. crap. Yeah. So. Wow. That's yeah. so funny that you have this action figure. <laughs> yeah, I do. That makes it's me great. so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Spike picks it up and he th- threatens to break his head off. And the nerds <laughs> huddle up again, and Warren says that he's going to help him because it'll be great to have an IOU from Spike. He turns to let Spike know this. He says, I scratch your back, you scratch. And Spike says, I'm not scratching or anything. You do what I tell you. That's the deal. Deal? And Warren sighs and agrees. Spike tosses Boba Fett, and Andrew catches it and tells the action figure, he's like, it'll be, it's, it's going to be okay. It's okay. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. He pets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably what you did when your Boba Fett's head popped off. Yeah. I immediately glued it back on. I did yeah. a lot of super gluing as a kid. Okay? Yeah, I bet. Might, ex- might explain a few things. <laughs> yeah maybe that's why your endorphins are dead <laughs> right yeah. i burnt them off with with crazy Super glue, glue fumes <laughs> with the craggle <laughs> we cut to willow returning home to a cabin fevered amy who wants to get out of the house willow asks what she wants to do and amy said i don't know something fun anything not mm. involving a big wheel or maybe you'd rather sit home all night alone like in high school uh Excuse me, Amy? 
Willow was out fighting evil and dating a hot musician, okay? What were you doing? Cheerleading, you dumb whatever, okay? Sounds like you got rat scratch fever. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) She wasn't cheerleading, though. She wasn't? I thought she was on the cheerleading team. Yeah, for that one episode because her mom was possessing her body. But then then they, they, you know, Freaky Friday switched back. Okay. And then she wasn't on the cheerleading. So it doesn't she count? She actually didn't want to be a cheerleader. She wanted to be a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was the third episode called Witch. The Witch. No, nope, Witch. Don't get it twisted, Sammy Just Joe. Witch. You don't the get witch. it twisted. The Witch. Don't the get it twisted. Witch. Do you want me to Repeat show you the IMDb me. page? Repeat after me. Witch. The. Go ahead. It's okay. You can <laughs> No, that's not the, the word. It's not in there. The. It's just Witch. <laughs> The witch. Nope. <clears throat> Just witch. The witch. Anyway. That's final. Willow takes the bait and says that she deserves some fun. She can party. So they leave. Back at the trio's lair, Spike has some electrodes attached to his head. Warren is moving some sort of electronic device over his head. And we see a book about the human brain and a robot arm next to him. Later, Spike is sitting in a chair next to Andrew and Jonathan and Andrew asks Spike if he's English and then tells him that he's seen every episode of Doctor Who, which Spike <laughs> does not care about. <laughs> this is great. I love when they're trying to relate with him. I know. Andrew asks Spike... Oh, sorry. I already said that. Uh, he yells... Spike yells for Warren, and then Warren appears with a bunch of papers and tells Spike that his chip works fine. There's no deterioration of the signal. Spike tells him not to tell anyone, and Warren's like, I, I, who would I tell? I don't even know what this is about. And Spike says, it's about the rules having changed. And he starts to leave. He says, everything's different now. We get so many of these like cool Spike moments where he's like soliloquying by himself. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I guess that's where it's getting a taste of the the danger again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He says, nothing wrong with me. Something wrong with her. Yeah. And then we get a commercial break. Dawn and Tara enter the Summer's house, but no one is home. Dawn convinces Tara to stay with her through some guilt-tripping manipulation. At Mm. the Bronze, Virgil, an all-male band, is performing as Amy and Willow marvel over Xander being engaged. Amy asks what she's like, and Willow says, thousand-year-old capitalist ex-demon with rabbit phobia. (laughs) And Amy says, that's so his type. (laughs) Yep. They're playing pool, but without cues, just magic. They're just magic eyeballing the balls. They're doing magic magic pool. Talk about a magic eight ball. Am I right, Sammy Joe? Yeah. Yeah. They shazam to, uh, oh, never mind. Go ahead. That's a note for later. Two guys walk over and (laughs) ask Amy to dance. And Amy um, asks Willow if she wants to join them, but Willow declines. And Amy says, if you want something a little more your style... She snaps her fingers and a woman who was talking to another woman gets up and walks over to Willow. Hello. She introduces herself as Bree and Willow says to Amy, you know, thanks, but no. Amy snaps her fingers again and Bree goes back to the woman she was talking to. I wonder if her name was Bree because of cheese and rat, you know? I feel like there's a connection there. There's something there. That's one of my trivia pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Pieces of cheese. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um... 
So Amy and the guys head to the dance floor and Willow watches them. And we cut to a little while later. Amy kind of rushes back over to Willow to get a drink. And the guys follow her and try to get Amy to dance again. Come on, bruh. Come on. And she tells him that she's sitting this one out. And one of the guys says, nuh-uh, you can't. He can't just work us up like that and then oh, just. Oh, boy. And he grabs Amy's arm and pulls her away from the bar. Mm. And Amy kind of like shakes out and goes and stands by Willow. And Willow says, I think she said no. And the guy says, nobody asked you, Ellen. Whoa. Not cool, bro. So Amy and Willow exchange a look, then look at the guys again. And Amy says, you want to dance? And one of the guys are like, that's all. Nice, slow, relaxing dance. Amy and Willow gesture at the guys. Magic shoots from their hands. Amy's is green and Willow's is orange. And suddenly the two guys disappear and reappear in dance cages above the dance floor wearing only skimpy loincloths. Yeah, they shazam these two meatballs into a dance cage, Sammy Joe. <laughs> yeah, well, they're separate <laughs> dance cages, but yes. Yeah. And they both conti- they both like uh begin to dance even though they're like shocked and confused. So they're their clearly faces. like dancing against yeah. their will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm like, yeah. I would love to be able to do this kind <laughs> this of shit. This is where I'm like, yeah. Come <laughs> on, like, I would so like, do you, this to meet You balls. piss me off, like, yeah, I'll probably do some kind of shit like this. Too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not you know it's not really harmless it's just like you know what you need to be taught a little lesson i'm just gonna you know not but really harmless it's a slippery that's, slope it's a double negative thing hmm? it's hmm? not harmless it's not harmless oh it's harmful you're right i mean yeah. not harmful it's harmless <laughs> there we go is what i meant to say <laughs> we thank <landed>. you thanks <laughs> dr english guy you're welcome i'm doctor who to you <laughs> <laughs> who who Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Doctor Who? Yeah, Doctor Who. Who? Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Have you watched Doctor Who? No, never. No, I figured that wouldn't be a lick of it. People keep telling me to watch it. It's too much. It's too long. It's too nerdy. Well, I've heard I've heard like you should start it from like you don't have to watch the old stuff, just like watch the newer. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know. But it's been I going just, on for so long. I don't know what where the yeah, delineation I'm good. is. I'm good. Anyway, I think I missed out. Willow says, "Gee," and Amy says, "I think I do feel more relaxed." Then we cut back to the magic shop. Buffy, Xander, and Anya sit around the table looking at books. When Xander shouts that he's got it, and Anya points out that he's looking at a D and D manual. Womp womp. Womp, womp. But hey, if they were in Stranger Things, yeah, that would be correct. Okay. Because all the, all the like demons from Stranger Things are actually from the D and D manual. Demogorgons. Yeah, Demogorgon is in there. Oh. Vecna is in there. I know you haven't seen the last season, but I haven't. Yeah. Hmm. The Mind Flayer. They're all. They're all like evil demon guys from D&D. Oh, okay. That's where it all comes from. All right. Anya says they won't find anything because there's no such thing as a frost monster who eats diamonds. But Buffy says that maybe he just thinks they're pretty. And then she slams her book shut. She's like, 
we're stupid or something like that. Xander (laughs) asks where Willow is and Buffy says she's out with Amy. And Anya says, great, someone to do more magic with. Buffy says, but at least she's not all cooped up and crying. That's forward momentum. Uh, Now, I don't know everything that happened with her and Tara, but it and Xander says Tara thinks Willow is doing too much magic and she's not the only one. Buffy says that Willow's level-headed, but Anya says that those are the ones you have to look out for. She says responsible people are always so concerned with being good all the time that when they finally get a taste of being bad, they can't get enough. It's all like kablooey. And Buffy disagrees, but Xander agrees with Anya. And Anya says, yeah, she was getting out of control with it before Tara left, and now that she's gone... Xander says it's got to be seductive and Buffy kind of like looks up, perks up in alarm at the word seductive. And Xander yeah. says just giving into it, going totally wild. We got to keep an eye on her. Buffy says, OK, OK, we'll keep an eye, but we can't assume that everybody's getting seduced, you know, sometimes. And then the phone rings and Buffy picks it up, not happy to hear that it's Spike, even though he's trying to disguise his voice. <laughs> he's like, Slayer. And she's like, Spike? <laughs> and he's like, meet me at the cemetery. And she's like, why? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny. And- I, my, my only note is, is Spike on the phone is funny. <laughs> I just like read my note. And I was like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> yeah, because he's calling her from a payphone. Yeah, I think I always like, write Slayer. my notes being like, I'm gonna remember what this is totally, and I never no. remember. No, it's so terrible. I gotta be more descriptive here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm more descriptive in my notes. That's why I right. have to watch it twice. But you're never gonna do that, so nah. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Um, and so Spike says that he thought she'd be up for a little grunt work and Buffy's like, what? No, no, no grunting. Maybe. I mean, who said maybe? Not me. (laughs) I'm not into that. Am I? No. Are you? Am I into it? Are you into it? What? Where are we? Prank caller, prank caller. And then she hangs up. (laughs) Um, Spike says, I was talking shop love, but. If you got other ideas, you, what? Me? me, no, you, me, you, cozy me. little tune with a few. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why that's so funny. Buffy slams the phone down and walks back to the table. Sander asks what Captain Peroxide wanted, and Buffy tells him that he was asking if she wanted to patrol, but she does not. <laughs> and then a little while later, Anya locks up the shop, and Buffy says that. All the things that have been happening lately seem kind of, and Anya says, lame. Buffy says, well, I was going to go with unusual, but yeah. So she says that she'll do a quick patrol that night, and then they can solve it tomorrow. So remember, she doesn't know that the trio is behind this, these the stuff yet. Mm. Like, she saw the van, and then she saw the, like, you know, sort of, like, devil-looking monster that she thought she beat because she was drunk so she thought she took care of that yeah but so she doesn't actually know that it's the the nerds doing all this stuff yet we do but i thought so i thought that would be a good reminder just to right remind us unawares she does not know yeah um we cut to buffy walking down an alley when spike steps out in front of her saying you know she he's like you never showed (laughs) (laughs) and she's like yeah i was doing important stuff and he taunts her until she finally punches him then he hits her back and says oh the pain the pain is gone 
Guess what I just found out? Looks like I'm not as toothless as you thought, sweetheart. And she says, Buffy says, how? Spike says, don't you get it? Don't you see? You came back wrong. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Buffy hmm. charges at Spike and punches him a few times. Then Uh-oh. he hits her back. She says, it's a trick. You did something. You did something to, to the chip. But Spike tells her it's no trick, that it's only her. She's the one that changed. And he keeps punching her. He says, came back a little less human than you were. And she tells him he's wrong. But he says, and how come you so spooked, love? And why can I, and he punches her, do that? She says, you're wrong. And she keeps kicking and hitting him. And they crash through a door into an abandoned building. Smash cut to the bronze where the band is singing, what's wrong here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As the two jerkwads are still dancing in the cages. What did you call them? Meatballs? Meatballs. Meatballs. Two meatballs dance in the cage. I just <laughs> I just picture like Italian meatballs. Hey. <laughs> like uh like California raisins. <laughs> yeah, those guys. They got uh, sunglasses on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Amy and Willow are on the balcony now and Willow gestures and the all guy band turns into an all girl band. Of Halo friendlies. Mm-hmm. Uh Anya, nope, not Anya. Amy and Willow continue messing with the crowd, making people float, shrinking, and enlarging people. Turning they them into a, strawberries. Put a flock of sheep on the floor. <laughs> all kinds of crazy stuff. Just random. Just random. Just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Silly then, magics. Yep. Back this at the abandoned house. <laughs> yes, I agree. Unnecessary magic use. Yeah. Putting the guy, putting the meat wads in the meatballs cage. Please. Meatballs in the cage. <laughs> that I approve of. You're okay but with that. But this is going too this far. Is ridiculous. Yes. Uh, what do, what do they say in Camelot? It is a silly place. This is a silly place. <laughs> this is a silly place. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah the guy clapping in the, in the dungeon in the shackles oh it's funny back at the abandoned house buffy and spike keep beating on each other oh, with words boy. and fists oh but it's heating up it's heating up how's this pot, gonna pot is boiling pot is starting to boil someone's cooking up some water or <laughs> <laughs> <Our> trouble Buffy says your job is to kill the slayer but all you can do is follow me around making moon eyes and Spike says I'm in love with you and Buffy says you're in love with pain admit it you like me because you enjoy getting beat down so really who screwed up and Spike says hello vampire he grabs her (laughs) and kind of pulls her closer and he says I'm supposed to be treading on the dark side then he throws her against the room and grabs her by the lapels and says, what's your excuse? Buffy shoves him off her and they keep fighting. Back at the bronze, Willow says to Amy, we've kind of played this scene. And then she says, return. And everything goes back to normal. Retain- returnery. Just return. Rotisserie. Reti- re- I, think, I think that's what she says. Yeah, and then the two guys... Uh, are in a, <laughs> they start spinning in, on a spit <laughs> on a over spit. fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. crispy meatballs. They're getting really lazy on these spells, by the way. She just says, I don't know. This, the, that first one was pretty good. Kukachu, poo poo. Yeah. Kukaloki, macaroni. 
Right. Snuffleupagus. Reveal. 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 Forget. Return. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty soon she's just going to start saying magic. (laughs) Magic. 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 (laughs) Magic. And then whatever she wants to happen happens. Well, I mean, if you think about it in the Harry Potter world, like they (laughs) have spells, right? But then once they reach a certain... They don't level have to say of it anymore. proficiency they don't have to say it anymore so oh, yeah. i feel like that's just what's happening with willow you know she's like level seven or something right. now she's like reveal forget right. rotisserie right. right yeah meatball okay. meatball <laughs> <laughs> yeah so everything goes back to normal and she's and willow says i just keep thinking there's got to be some place like bigger than this and amy says besides it's way too early to go home yet and we cut back to Buffy and Spike wailing on each other oh, until suddenly boy. Buffy kisses Spike very passionately. Here we go. Pot's they starting keep, to boil over. Yep. They keep going at it as the building starts to crumble around them, the ceilings cracking and all kinds of craziness. Mm-hmm. Buffy shoves Spike against a wall. He lifts her up to wrap her legs around him. We hear a zipper and <laughs> things are this happening now. This is X-rated, Sammy Joe. Uh-huh. Come on, UPN. Bunch of trash. Bunch yeah. of filth. Well, the only thing they had going on at the time was like wrestling. Really? So That's it? there's wrestling happening here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. This must have upped their ratings a little bit. Yeah, I bet. I don't like this, Sammy Joe. I don't either, Pat. I'm with you. I'm going to reject it. Okay. I reject it. Okay. It's not well, earned. They're doing it now. And, yeah. you know, against a wall in a rapidly deteriorating building. The whole this building is, a new low for is Buffy. crumbling around them, especially when they fall through the floor into the floor below. That is a real new low. <laughs> that is definitely a rock bottom. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that is where the episode ends. Wow. I reject it smashed through the floor smashed is that why it's called smashed because the think house there's a smashes? couple of reasons oh, that it's called smashed. oh i get it i feel like the word smash has become popular the past few years but mm-hmm. i don't think back in the early 2000s people are saying smash well you know they? joss whedon is a pioneer oh, he's just so of language he's just so with it yeah future proofed this guy mm-hmm He's all wiggy with the languagey. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much with uh, his own personal right. behavior, though. All right. You got some trivia? Yeah. Well, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I reject it. I don't like this Spike and Buffy thing. I just okay. don't think it works. I think it's cheap. I think it's exploitative. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think it works for the story. Mm-hmm. I just I don't feel like the character's are there you know yeah i think if it's a if the only way it can be explained is a moment of grave weakness mm-hmm. grave weakness yeah mm-hmm. and that was pun intended <laughs> <laughs> that's what the next episode episode should be called grave grave weakness Error. Grave, grave error. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grave danger. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's it. 
That's my thought. Okay. All right. Love the nerds. Love everything yep. with the nerds. Them coming yeah. back is great. Yep. We miss them. Yep. Feel bad for Rusty. Kind of mm-hmm. liked him. Well, I mean, he's still alive. Right. Just but, you know, cold. There's going to be some lasting He was effects. out cold. He was out cold. He didn't deserve it. Rusty's a sweet, sweet, sweet soul. Sweet man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The way they treated him was very cold. It was. It they was gave not... him the cold shoulder. Okay. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he was frozen in fear. Yeah? Yeah. If he were still alive, he'll probably say ice to meet you because they just met. He is still alive. Right. So he will say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably an Arnold. So I feel like ice to meet you is probably. Ice to meet you. From the, from, if not, that is a, that is a real oversight. Yeah. Um. Cool. Do you want some trivia? Hey, I said cool. That's funny. Cool. <laughs> cool. Didn't even intend that. It's so cool. Cool. Cool off. He does say that in Commando. Chill out. Says cool off. 24 chillest, chilliest Batman and Robin quotes from Mr. Freeze ranked. <laughs> Freeze well. That's stupid. Freeze well. Oh, allow me to break the ice. Ooh, that's a good one. Yep. Allow me to break the ice. Cool party. Cool party. <laughs> if revenge is a dish best served cold. cold. Then put on your Sunday finest. It's time to feast. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's good. It's good writing. It's great uh, writing. Yeah. That is, that You're not sending Batman me to peaked. the cooler. <laughs> Tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. A freeze is coming. Freeze in hell, Batman. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. This is Pete Tonight, Batman, Sammy Joe. Hell freezes over. Right? Yeah. Stay Robert cool. Robert Pattinson ain't got nothing on this Batman. <laughs> no, that's these are all Mr. Freeze lines. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying Batman and Robin in general. Yeah. This peak Batman doesn't get any better than this. Stay cool, bird Stay boy. cool. The Iceman cometh. Wow, this is a crazy photo. The Iceman cometh. Always to freeze. Always winterize your pipes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, chill. Chill. Let's kick some ice. <laughs> Let's kick some ice. Okay. All right. All right. Now I think we they've got had it. enough, Sam and Joe. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. You want some <laughs> trivia now? <laughs> what? We okay. Yes, please. Okay. Amy casts a spell on a woman in the bronze to make her fall for Willow, and, and Willow says no. She identifies herself as Brie, an appropriate target for Amy because Brie is a form of cheese. Nailed it. That was all me. In his DVD commentary. Writer Drew Z. Greenberg says that in his original conception of Willow's confrontation with the homophobic men at the bronze, he intended for Willow to cast a spell on the men so that they couldn't stop kissing each other. However, Joss Whedon vetoed this idea because he did not want to portray people's sexual orientation as changing in an instant, and he did not want to portray same-sex kissing as a punishment. I thought that's pretty good. Sure. That's pretty progressive foresight there. Yeah. The nerds talk about Red Dwarf and Doctor Who. Andrew claims to have seen every episode of the latter, but not all of the former, as it is now on DVD yet. 
While only about a quarter of the total Doctor Who serials have been released on DVD, and indeed some don't even exist in the BBC archives anymore, he could have watched them on VHS. James Marsters would later go on to have a recurring role in the Doctor Who 2005 spin-off Torchwood. Sorry, oh. in the Doctor Who, the 2005 version of Doctor Who spin-off 2006's Torchwood. Torchwood. Yeah. Okay. Torchwood, you watch that show? Nope. Okay. I kind of want to now because James Marsters. Sure. Apparently, a brief clip apparently, from this. Apparently. Uh, now, let me just, let me ask you a question, Pat. All right. Do you have the Star Wars The Complete Saga Blu-ray release? I'm pretty sure I do. It's like a nine disc collection. Pretty sure I do. Well, apparently, apparently, apparently. a brief brief clip from this episode is included in Star Wars Spoofs, which is a compilation special feature from the Star Wars Complete Saga Blu-ray release. A clip from this episode? Yes, is featured in the Star Wars Spoofs compilation special. Okay. Now you'll Just... have to watch that. Okay. All right. I Because I, I was like, um, okay, that's weird, but... <laughs> it's kind of like weird. Maybe when they're talking about Boba Fett, Boba Fett. I don't know. Yeah, most likely. You'll have, to, you'll have to watch it and let me know. Okay. All right. I tried to find a clip of it or any... I, I looked up the Star Wars spoofs and the thing that I found listed a bunch of shows um, yep. that spoofed Star Wars, but Buffy was not one of them. But oh, I it, okay. I don't think it was like an inclusive list. So, Gotcha. Halo Friendlies, which is the all-female band that Willow changed the band at the Bronze into, yep. is an overtly Christian band. So it's kind of funny that they would be in Buffy. Oh, all right. Steve Tartaglia, James Marster stunt, stunt double, says he knocked himself out during the last scene in which Buffy and Spike fall through the ceiling. On that fall, he says, our legs got tangled in the breakaway ceiling and it caused us to tilt at an angle so that my head would be the first thing to hit the ground. Yikes. And it did, and it knocked me out. Whoa. Basically, I came to with some flashlights and smelling salts. Wow. Stunt coordinator John Medlin also hurt himself during this episode while demonstrating how Spike should swing from the chandelier. I wanna swing from the chandelier. <laughs> from the chandelier. I like how uh, Zoom the chandelier just broke. He fell seven feet, and the chandelier now. landed on his face, breaking his nose. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zoom at this just... point just cancels out your singing. Like it, it just it regards it as background noise. <laughs> well, that's sad. Hey, let me try it with mine. Okay, you have made me sad. <laughs> and never mind. Yeah, try it. No, nah, I. Do you want me to sing that for you again so you know how it goes? No, I can't hear it. Remember? Oh right, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That's all. That's all, folks. Yeah, ba da ba da ba da ba da ba da. <laughs> I know all I did right. that before. Enough Let's of that. Filth. Get in Let's to get in to Lost. To Lost. Lost.
can't lost. take mine. It's lost. <laughs> Let's get into it. Get into it. This is Lost Season 5, Episode 8. This one is titled La Fleur. Ooh, well done. Beyond the Sea. Buffy and Spike <laughs> <laughs> fell through La Fleur. La Fleur. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> nice oh, one. Oh, thank you. Original air date, March 4th, <laughs> 2009, written by Elizabeth Sarnoff and Kyle Pennington and directed by Mark Goldman. Oh. New director. Yeah. Like, just uh, like in Buffy. Crossover. New crossover. Directors. Your prediction, Sammy Joe. All right. I said that Frank Lapidus took the boat with Sun to look for Jin, the, like, boat that was missing. Yeah. The little one. Little paddle boat. <laughs> Okay. Whatever it was. Sure. Locke, I said, Locke will kill Ben. Just kidding. Locke is better than that, but he'll threaten to kill Ben and Ben will weasel talk his way out of it. Okay. That's all. All right. So this episode starts where Sawyer is left holding the rope at the top of the well when John Locke disappeared in a flash. Remember this? We've seen this oh, before. Oh, yes. I remember this. They realize that they are now way in the past when they see a gigantic statue not far from them. I bet that's the statue the foot belongs to. Oh, maybe, Sammy Joe. You're putting stuff together here. You're expert. I am. I'm just putting one foot in front of the other. <laughs> you sure are. Yeah, no toes about it. They realize, uh, well, they cut to John Locke struggling underground in the wheelhouse. You know, we've seen this before, too. In the wheelhouse. He turns the wheel. It's his wheelhouse. It's in his wheelhouse. <laughs> Fling, fling, flash, and it's a violent flash. Everyone up top is on the ground. Miles says this flash was different. He's holding his head and saying it was more like an earthquake, bruh. Bruh. Gross. Sawyer then runs over to the (laughs) well, but this time it's filled in with dirt. Oh, my God. So it's like it's there, but it's not. Right. It's like kind of built. Like like the well is there, but there's dirt in it. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. before, it was just dirt. Right. So, there you have it. Well, well, well. Well, 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 is what he says. Juliet and Miles notice that they don't have headaches this time and no bloody noses. Oh, that's good. So, Juliet thinks it's over. John did it. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool, huh? Wow, that is cool. Sawyer then proclaims that now they wait. And Juliet asks for how long? And Sawyer says, for as long as it takes, Juju B. That's what he calls her. That is what he calls her? No, that's not what he calls okay, her. Okay, I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> but he should. I know, I know it's he a good uh, one. does make up nicknames, but I don't recall that one being Yeah, that's too much of a pet, pet name. Yeah, Juju uh, B. He says, uh, so we then get a title card that says three years later. Of course. And now we're inside a Dharma station with a young lady and a fella dancing to some nice music. White trash mustache guy. (laughs) (laughs) He said, oh, I already hate this white trash mustache guy. Why? What's wrong with this guy? guy? He seems fine. Yeah, no, he's not fine. You know there's something off about him. Okay. So Anyone who wears a mustache like that. This other interesting fellow named Phil busts in. He looks kind of familiar, and he says, are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I wrote down. I definitely recognize Phil. Yeah. Uh, and the man and the brunette turn to see uh, this Dharma jumpsuited Wait, man. hold on. What, what? At some point, they say, oh, what's going to happen? A polar bear's going to get out? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Right. If yeah. we leave or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. Maybe that we're coming after. up on that. Okay, yeah, sorry, 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 that, sorry, right? sorry, sorry. That's what I call a teaser. So Phil says, I'm gone 10 minutes and you're having a hoot nanny? <laughs> Gosh no, darn hoot No, this is just nanny. a shindig, Phil. <laughs> Jerry says, don't be such a bummer, man. Rosie was just oh, dropping Jerry, off some brownies. Jerry, that's who the white yeah. trash guy is. You should thank her. <laughs> and then yeah, Rosie's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stupid. And then this is the, bad. He shuts off the music and he says, she shouldn't be here, Jerry. We're on the clock, man. And Jerry says, oh, mellow out, Phil. What's going to happen, huh? The polar bears are going to figure out a way out of their cages. Mm. And then Jerry looks to Rosie and chuckles. <laughs> and that, and then Phil says, that's not the point. If LaFleur finds out what you're doing here, and Jerry says, LaFleur's not going to find out anything. It also sounds like they're saying the floor the whole time. The floor? Not LaFleur. He's not going to find out anything. Okay, bro, have a brownie. <laughs> and then Rosie. And chill out. Chill out. Rosie then notices something on the security monitors. It's a man they call Horace who looks yeah, drunk who and Horace he's is. sucking on a dynamite stick somewhere on the island somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Dave was like, that looks like a, that's a giant cigar. And I'm like, I think that's a dynamite <laughs> that's stick. That's <laughs> a dynamite and he throws it at a small little tree, like a sapling, which blows up. Yeah, and why then, you, uh, what do you got against that sapling, Horace? And they, they throw Rosie out. They're like, out. <laughs> and then the two dudes, <laughs> Phil and Jerry, leave the station, run to the Dharma town, this little you know, condominium Yeah, their little, town. the condo complex. Condo complex. And they go and knock on Mr. LeFleur's house. Mm-hmm. And they tell him about Horace. And they don't reveal who it is yet, but we hear a voice. And yeah, we Mr. know that LeFleur voice. And comes out, and it's Sawyer who says, son of a bitch. And then he leaves the house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my note says, Sawyer is LeFleur? LOL. Makes sense he's head of security, though. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. I'm like, Outside, what kind of name is that? Sawyer honks his horn for Miles. Who Sawyer calls Enos when he comes in. Oh, he okay. says, I didn't know what he said there. Evening, Enos. You got your zapper with you? And Miles says, yep. You want to tell me why I need it? And Sawyer shifts gears and he begins to drive off. And he says, because our fearless leader is out blowing up trees. And they talk about how Horace doesn't usually drink. And they go and pick him up. They find him. He's all passed out. He's a real mess. They yeah. throw him into the Dharma van. He's had a rough day, this guy. Rough day at the office. They deliver this Horace dude to his wife at home, and she tells Sawyer that they had an argument. And her name's Amy. She says, please, Amy Jim. Amy crossovers. Oh, yeah. She says, please, Jim, it's personal. And Sawyer and says- And Amy is very pregnant. Very pregnant. Visibly pregnant. And, and Sawyer says- And I said, she's going to die. Personal? You think this is going to get out? It'll be on the Coconut Telegraph by breakfast. <laughs> oh, this isn't going to get out. That's what he said. Uh, Amy says, it was about Paul. And then Amy starts to grunt in labor pains. And mm. Sawyer says, ah, oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Title card, three years earlier. We're going right. back and forth, Sammy Joe. Back Just and forth, back and forth. my favorite thing ever. You love this. Make your own kind of timeline. 
Sawyer, Juliet, Miles, and Jin find Daniel ah, ah, Faraday crying to himself in the middle of the jungle. And Juliet asks where Charlotte is. And he says, she's gone, dead, and her body disappeared. Oh. Ah, ah, and he cries. And Faraday confirms <laughs> that whenever they are now, we're here for good. The flashes are done with now. He's so distraught. And Juliet is very tender with him. Mm -hmm. Good bedside manner, this Juliet. She does have, she's great. Yeah. Sawyer wants to go back to the beach. Miles doesn't think it's a good idea. And Sawyer tells Miles if he doesn't like it, he doesn't like the plan, the good luck. And he trots off. Mm -hmm. And Juliet and Sawyer walk together and chat. And then some gunfire erupts. And some wailing off in the distance they hear, they investigate to find some others type people who killed someone and is headbagging a woman. Wow. <laughs> That's a crazy sentence they just said. They're putting a bag on her head, Sammy Joe. They They're killed headbagging someone her. and are headbagging a woman. <laughs> wow. Really paints a picture, doesn't it? It really does. Juliet says, who do you think they are? And Miles says, who cares who they are? We don't even know when they are. And then he whispers to Faraday, <laughs> okay. who sits desolately on the ground behind them. Hey, hey, excuse me. Says, I hey. know that you have a bag on your head, but can you tell me what year it is? <laughs> yeah, when Thank are we? You. And then he says, Dan, we don't get involved, right? That's what you said. And Faraday says, doesn't matter what we do. Whatever happened, happened. Oh boy, we got emo oh, Faraday now. Emo Faraday. <laughs> nothing meant. Nothing really matters. <laughs> <laughs> so Sawyer. Sawyer says, says thanks yeah, th- anyway. Thanks Play-Doh. anyway, Plato. I'm going over there. <laughs> and then to Juliet, it says, "You still got my back." She says, "Absolutely." Oh yeah, I got your him. back and she your winks front. At him. Whoa, hell! <laughs> so they approach this kerfuffle. And Sawyer says, all right, drop the gun. And this dude whips around and fires his handgun at Sawyer. As quickly as he fires, a bullet hole erupts in his chest. And he looks oh. down at it, falls backwards, dead. Sammy oh, Joe. Oh, wow. Juliet D-E-D, shot him. D-E-D, dead. Yeah, Juliet shot him just in time. And Sawyer draws down on the other dude and takes him down, too. Bam, Whoa. bam. So bam, many deaths. Yeah, lots of death. Lots of headbagging, lots of death. Sawyer unbags the woman's head and tells her it's over and the woman then asks who are you and the woman Sounds cries like bagging groceries and she pets her dead <laughs> friend <laughs> <laughs> oh i wrote what not yet hold on juliet diagnoses the dharma wetsuit says from the 70s and 80s and then mm. sawyer tells the woman they gotta go but she is adamant about burying the bodies. It's the right thing to do. And they have to bring Paul back with them. Don't and care Jin's, about Paul. Jin steps up and he's like, I'll carry Paul. I'm like, thanks, Jin. <laughs> Sawyer agrees to bury them. And she then tells Sawyer that he was her husband, meaning Paul. Yeah, not Sawyer. They walk and talk. Miles isn't convinced that Sawyer can lie his way out of this whole shipwreck story. But Sawyer says he's a professional, that he used yeah. to lie for a living, okay? Yeah, then Juliet... No, Miles. Gross. You're gross. You're gross. Then Juliet yeah, yells basic. out, Daniel, stop! And Daniel, ah, ah, Faraday, stops. 
right in time. Uh, the camera then pulls out and pans out to reveal the perimeter fence. Oh, and Julia yeah. tells her to shut off the fence. So this tells, has been uh, around for a this while. Girl, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. And she agrees and punches in some numbers and then tells them that they're off. And Sawyer and them all walk over after she does. They're like, you first, lady. And she does. No problemo. Which was smart. That's what I said. I was like, yep. you got to let her go first because right. I don't trust her. She is mm-hmm. shifty. But they are met with some piercing sonic noises and they all fall over and pass out. And this lady pulls cotton out of her ears. Oh, no. Did their brains get scrambled? I don't know. Title card. Three years later, Sam and Joe. Oof. Amy's in labor pain. A doctor tells Sawyer, or a doctor type person, I don't think he's like qualified, but yeah. you know, he's obstetrician or something. Not he's obstet- not an obstetrician, not, but not he's no yeah, he, he's probably just a he's, dentist. He's a, just a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a dentist. Uh, so yeah, uh, he tells them that things aren't good. The baby's breech, and two weeks early, he's not qualified to help get the baby out, okay? And Sawyer runs out and heads to a mechanic's shop to find a greased-up Juliet just wrenching on cars, man. Yeah, pretty this cool. This is pretty cool, right? Yep. <laughs> he tells her about the baby and asks for her help, and she's hesitant, saying every baby she's tried to deliver has died here on the island, okay? It's been bad yeah. news bears all around. Yeah. Back in the delivery room, Juliet readies for a C-section procedure, and they all scramble to help her out. Outside, Sawyer runs into Jin, and Sawyer's like, any luck? And Jin's like, we finished grid 133 today. No sign of our people, no one. And Sawyer's like, well, 134 then. And Jin says, how long do we look, James? And Sawyer says, as long as it takes. Juliet then comes outside. She's clearly emotional, Sammy Joe. Yeah. Saying, Sawyer asks her how it went. She says, it's a boy and everyone's okay. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't that nice? And yeah. they all smile. It's a nice moment. Very nice moment. Three years earlier, Sawyer wakes up to Horace who questions him. Sawyer tells Horace a whole bunch of horse hockey. <laughs> Saying his name is Jim LaFleur, and he says, we got caught in a storm. Our ship wrecked. Must have hit the reef. And he's kind of like waltzing around as he tells the story. Thankfully, we washed up on a shore. <sighs> and there's like a plate of sandwiches and a glass of milk on the pool table. And Sawyer has some milk. And then he sits back down. And he goes, and Horace says, what kind of ship? And Sawyer says, a salvage vessel. Searching for a famous lost wreck. It's an old slaver out of Portsmouth, English. England. Called the Black Rock. You heard of her? And Horace is like, can't say that I have. And then he goes on to say, there's a submarine that leaves this island first thing in the morning. You and your friends, you got to get on it. It's going to drop you off in Tahiti. You can find your way home from there. And he tells Sawyer that he's not Dharma Initiative material, so they got to go. So right. he also at some point says there are hostile indigenous people on this island and we don't get along with them. Oh, yeah. That's kind of important. Yeah. And yeah. so I wrote, well, maybe you should fuck off then and give them back their land. <laughs> yeah. And but, you also, know. what what is Dharma material? 
being a prick to people who already lived on this island. Or being a scientist or something. You know? You got to pass the entrance exam. Hmm. And then probably do some weird culty stuff too. Yeah, definitely weird culty stuff. Something in a robe, most likely. Always. Yep. And then we cut to a cool revolving shot scene of Miles Faraday and Juliet hanging out and talking about the flashing being done. Oh, right. The flashing. The flashing being done. (laughs) It's always in robes. (laughs) Robes and flashing. Like the fling, fling, flash that was happening on the island. Mm -hmm. That's done. So they're like, yeah, it's done now. That's cool, right? And then they notice a little redhead (laughs) girl (laughs) running by who turns to wave to Daniel Ah, ah, Faraday. And And this is Charlotte. 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 So her body disappeared because now she's little. She's little. She's a little. That's cute. Charlotte. Yeah, very nice. Then bonk, 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 bonk. A siren starts going off, Sammy Joe, and Dharma people heard the Losties into a building. And And I wrote, now they're going to prove themselves as capable of defending the compound and (laughs) Horace will let them stay. Wow. Good prediction. Not really, but... They they look through the window to see Richard Alpert with a Richard torch. Richard Alpert, this same guy. age, not same a day age. over, I don't know, 29. Right. Eh, he's probably like 38. Yeah, with all the guy liner. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, just his beautiful lashes. And he's got a torch coming into the village, and they turn to each other, and Sawyer says, uh-oh. Horace opens this door to see Richard Alpert. He approaches him, and Richard is asking where his two men are. Cut back to the Losties, looking on from afar. Miles is now saying he might want to get on that sub after all. And Horace comes back in. Sawyer wants to talk to Richard Alpert, saying he wants to talk to his buddy with the eyeliner. And Sawyer <laughs> approaches Richard Alpert, uh, then tells him about the truth about what happened to the two men. Richard says, if you're not a member of the Dharma Initiative... Then what are you? And Sawyer sits down at the bench next to Richard, and he says, did you bury the bomb? And Richard says, excuse me? He says, the hydrogen bomb with Jughead written on the side. Did you bury it? And Richard's like, how? And then Sawyer says, yeah, I know about it. I also know that 20 years ago, some bald fellow limped into your camp and fed you some mumbo-jumbo about being your leader. Then poof, he went and disappeared right in front of you. Any of this ringing a bell? That man's name is John Locke, and I'm waiting for him to come back. So you still think I'm a member of some damn Dharma initiative? And Richard says, no, I guess I don't. But no matter who you are, two of my men are dead, and my people need some kind of justice. Okay, and Sawyer why? sighs. And Richard says, now what are we going to do about well, that? Well, you know, maybe, maybe this is the time where you ask Richard what they were doing, what his people were doing, why they were trying to cap kidnap. Why were they headbagging? Members, yeah, why were they headbagging? Probably because members she of the was Dharma initiative. Pregnant. Sammy Joe. Yeah, probably yeah. right. Yeah. But I didn't think about that. <laughs> Look at me. Got my Look thinking cap on. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. No bag over your head. Nope. Cut back to Amy inside and chorus chorus Horace tells her that the others need to take Paul's body back with Richard Alpert. 
And he tells her that it's her choice, though. If she doesn't want to give him up, then they will suffer the consequences. That's like your mom when she gives you an ultimatum, you know? Mm-hmm. Where she's like, you know, like... Do this or hey, you will suffer the consequences. This is your choice, you know, okay, we'll... what's the consequences? We can all... You know, I'll decide I can, which is better. I can pay for it. I just we just won't eat for the next month or two. Like if that's up to you, like if that's what you want to do, then go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You, you don't want to do that. Okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. Good Seems choice. Like a good very choice. Big decision to lay on child's shoulders. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So he tells her that it's her choice, and then uh, she cries, and she agrees to let him go, and has a moment alone with Paul. And she takes a cross necklace off of him and exits. And Sawyer tells her, sorry. And Horace it's an then onk, tells Sawyer. By the way. What? It's an onk. It's an onk. Yeah. Yeah. When it's right. connected in the loop over the top like that, that's mm-hmm. an onk. Oh, okay. Onk. Mm-hmm. Onk. Uh, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Horace then tells trying to culture you, Pat, that he can stay for the next two weeks. Sammy Joe, listen, I teach you about Boba Fett. Right? You two teach weeks. me about onks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sawyer joins Juliet on the dock near the sub and tells her they got Sitting two weeks. On the dock of the sub. She tells him that she's going to leave, and Sawyer says, "Well, what about me?" You're really going to leave me here with a mad scientist and Mr. I speak to dead people? And Juliet smiles at him. She's like, teehee. And Juliet <laughs> and Sawyer says, and Jin, who's hell of a nice guy, but not exactly the greatest conversationalist. And she's like, you'll be fine. And just Sawyer need says, books. maybe, but who's going to get my back? And he asks for two weeks. She finally agrees to it and they smile at each other. Title mm-hmm. card three years later. Yeah. Smash cut. Sawyer walks the grounds of the Dharma village and picks a pretty daisy. And then inside a house, dinner and Dharma Merlot is laid out on a table. (laughs) Sawyer enters. And then we find Julia in the kitchen, all Mm -hmm. domesticated, cooking dinner after a long day of baby birthing and mechanicking. Uh, Sawyer. She's giving birth to babies. Huh? She wasn't giving birth to babies. No, no, but she's helping birthing, you know? Yeah. Okay. Sawyer brings her a flower and they embrace and kiss. Don't like that. Juliet. Juliet tells Sawyer she loves him and he tells her he loves her back. You reject it, Sammy Joe? Is this a crossover moment? Yeah, I reject it. I don't like (laughs) them together. All right. I, I like them as individuals. I don't like them together. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Horace snores on the couch. Sawyer wakes him up and tells Horace the good news. He's a daddy. And bad news is that he missed it. So and this tells, is a flashback again. Uh, is it? No, sorry. You're right. It's, it's still not. three years it's later. Not. It's still yeah. three years later. Yeah. Uh, he's a daddy. The bad news is he missed it. He tells Sawyer it's a boy. Sawyer. No, he tells he tells Horace it's a boy. Sawyer asked about why he was hammered blowing up trees. And Horace <laughs> says, I was I was looking for a pair of socks and all of mine were dirty. So I went and grabbed a pair of Amy's and I found this. And he produces the Ankh necklace from mm-hmm. his pocket. And Horace says, in the back of her drawer, it was Paul's. And Sawyer says, you got in a fight over a necklace? 
And Hor says, I know. But it's only been three years, Jim. Just three years that he's been gone. Is it really long enough to get over someone? Come on, Horace. What are we, in high school? All right? So you found a necklace, dude. Okay. The dude's dead. Yeah. The dude is dead. You think she's going to run back to him all of a sudden? I mean, I I think he's just feeling guilt, you know? But like, yeah, yeah, definitely. This was very very immature. Very immature. You're going to go blow up some trees because your wife has a necklace of her dead husband? Get it together. Get it together, man. Yeah. What was blowing up trees accomplishing? Sawyer says, I had a thing for a girl once. And I had a shot at her, but I didn't take it. For a little while, I'd lay in bed every night wondering if it was a mistake. Wondering if I'd ever stop thinking about her. Now I barely even remember what she looks like. Bullshit. I mean, her face. It's, she's just gone. Bullshit. She ain't never coming back. Nope. Don't believe so that. And he doesn't believe that either. Is three years long enough to get over someone? Absolutely. Nah, you you haven't stopped thinking about her for a <laughs> second, Sawyer. You're still waiting for her to come back, or you wouldn't be looking for Locke. Yeah, good Locke. Still, right? after three years. Yeah. Cut to Sawyer waking up as the little spoon with Juliet. <laughs> the phone is ringing, and he says, what? No, just bring Sometimes him in. Sometimes after a hard day's security, he just wants to be cuddled. He just wants to be the little spoon. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Everyone can be the little spoon. Yeah. Uh, He says, meet me in the North Valley. Sawyer tells Julia it was Jin. He's got to go. Cut to Sawyer driving a sweet blue Jeep on the island. And he meets up with the Dharma van that's driving up the coast in the North Valley. Sammy Mm -hmm. Joe. Yeah. He gets out. And then the doors to the VW bus open. Mm-hmm. And we see Hurley come out. We see Jack. And then we see Kate. Kate. And they lock eyes. Boom. Lost title. Yeah, you're over Woof. her. That's why you didn't tell Woof. Juliet that they were back. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Things about to get complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? so complicated when you drove up on me on the <laughs> island? Three years later, I thought you were gone for good. <laughs> but life's yeah. like lost like that. <laughs> Got any final thoughts on this episode, Sammy Joe, or you want some trivia? Um, I don't have any final thoughts. I thought this was okay. a pretty good episode. It was okay. This one, I like this one. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I it's thought all it was right. nice to see Sawyer again. Yeah, definitely nice to see Sawyer again. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice that Juliet finally got to bring. She got a you W know, to birth a child. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And all right. uh, that's all. I have some trivia for you if you don't get to it. Okay, I got some trivia for you. Okay, tell me. All right. Le fleur, Sammy mm-hmm. Joe, yeah. means the flower. Oh, does it? I would have French. never guessed that. Uh-huh. And is common Creole surname according to Sawyer. It is also a common Cajun, which just in case you knew, mm-hmm. if you don't know Sammy Joe, yep. French settlers from Nova Scotia who were exiled to Louisiana by the English. Okay. Yes. Yes. 
uh, is also common Cajun name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Le Fleur. Le Fleur. Along with Meet Kevin Johnson and the life and death of Jeremy Bentham, this is the third Lost episode, which takes its title from a main character's pseudonym. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. We just saw Jeremy Met Bentham episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The amount of time that has passed, three years, matches between the time the Oceanic Six spent off the island and the time those left behind spent on it. Right. The so now only it matches one, up. The only one that's kind of messed up is Locke's timeline. Okay. Rosie... Our friend Rosie, the beginning of the episode, Mm -hmm. is wearing a Geronimo Jackson t-shirt. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, This is the first time Sawyer has been seen with no beard since the pilot part two. Uh, You know, I felt like there was something off and I couldn't figure it out. And I think that's what it was. It was real glasses and no beard. Yeah. And at some point he takes the glasses off and I wrote in my notes, wow, that's a really Giles move. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He looks much better with a beard. Yeah. I don't know. I think he looks good either way. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, A fan-based joke revolving around Richard Alpert and Guy Liner (laughs) <laughs> is referenced in this episode by Sawyer, who explains to Horace he's referring to his buddy out there with the eyeliner. The joke has been debunked in interviews with the actor playing Richard, whose name is Nestor Carbonell, mm-hmm. who has very dark eyelashes. Yeah. And one extra funny tidbit is Nestor Carbonell actually once actually wore eyeliner for his role in The Dark Knight. oh that is isn't that weird yeah so he's like yeah i know naturally i look like i have eyeliner on but in this movie in the batman movie i'm going extra eyeliner (laughs) well funny well i'll while we're on nestor carbonell he was also in batman and robin was he yeah he's hitting all of the universes yep wow what'd he play in batman and robin um Gollum goon number three Gollum it says Gollum I don't know who that is okay yeah Paul's necklace is of an ankh which Mm -hmm. is a popular Egyptian hieroglyph for fertility in eternal life Mm. oh interesting the other shot by Sawyer had a horseshoe tattoo on his upper right arm This tattoo is popular with sailors, and horseshoes have also been considered a symbol of female fertility. The open-ended side of the horseshoe represents the open womb of the woman. I just thought it was good luck. I've never heard that being connected Mm. to fertility, but okay. Okay. I'll buy it. This is the first Sawyer-centric episode since early season three's Every Man for Himself. It's been a while. Since we have seen God, Sawyer. I hate that song. This is the sixth episode that takes place entirely on the island. Mm. It's kind of nice to just stick on the island sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know? This is the first episode to be directed by longtime editor Mark Goldman. Ah. 
Yeah. And Goldman ran out of time to finish shooting the episode due to a mudslide at the location of the shoot, causing oh, the final the final two days of filming to be canceled. And the scenes where Paul is killed and finding Daniel mourning the loss of Charlotte were directed at a later date by Stephen Williams or Jack Bender. Wow. That's kind of crazy. There you have it. Hmm. Those uh the trivia for Le Fleur. Well, I have some additional trivia for you that okay. concerns some actors in this episode and the Buffyverse. Ooh, so I think one of the reasons why I was calling Jerry white trash and how I said I already <laughs> didn't like him. Okay. That is because the actor Kevin Rankin, you recognize uh-huh. that name? Yeah, I do. It sounds familiar. He played Donnie McClay, Tara's brother. Okay. I'm just, Tara's I'm right, to white trash brother. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember yeah, when, when the, he shows up he, with his yeah, dad? Yeah, he's like, wait, you're not at home cooking for us. <laughs> right. How are we going to eat? So That's the same guy, huh? It's the same oh, guy. And he's been in a lot of, he's been in a lot of other things where he's just played kind of like trashy. Crossover. Trashy dude. He was in That's Six fun. Feet Under. He was in... Uh, uh, Breaking Bad, um, and then the other guy who is a bit of a Buffyverse crossover is Patrick Fischler, the guy who plays uh-huh. Phil. Yeah, who we said we recognized. Um, he was in Buffy. He was not in Buffy, but he was in Angel. Okay, he's in, he was, he's he's in, in something else too, and it's driving me nuts. Oh, he's in a bunch of stuff. He was in Twister. Uh, he was in Mulholland Drive, um, uh-huh. which yep. I know you've seen both of those. Yeah, he's yep. in The West Wing. That's only one episode. Uh-huh. Um, trying to look at stuff that you have seen. I feel like there's like some jump out, like where South- he's a real creep. Southland. Nope. I don't know if you've seen that. He was in an episode of Criminal Minds, an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's, yeah, apparently he's just like one episode guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And that's all the trivia I got, Sammy yeah. Joe. Yeah. Cool, cool crossover trivia. Yeah. Kevin Rankin. I hope you're a nice guy in real life. <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, what uh, what was your favorite moment of Buffy? Favorite moment of Buffy, definitely not the end. Um, I agree. I will go with all the Boba Fett stuff. It's great. Yeah, I think I liked. I think I liked um, when Andrew came down. The, yeah, that was really you know good too. on the wire thing, and yep. they were making fun of him. Yeah, yeah, just uh, everything that uh, all the nerd stuff. All the nerd stuff. Yep. Yeah. What about what about Lost? What's your favorite moment of Lost? I think Juliet getting to deliver a healthy baby. Okay. I think that was that was a nice win. I'm gonna go with when Kate arrives back on the island. Yeah. And they lock eyes. I was torn between those two moments. It's a good moment. Because you know shit's good gonna reveal. be real now. Yep. Which episode mm-hmm. wins, Pat? Oof. 
Ooh, I'm going to give it to Lost can, this week. You can tie it. We've done nope. that before. Give it to Lost this week. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Lost too. Okay. I liked all the nerd stuff, but it just breaks my heart to see Willow being irresponsible and Buffy being irresponsible. Yeah. Just doing silly so, magics for the, you know, for the silly thrill. magic's sake. Yeah. yeah. Putting meatballs in cages. Right. There's just no mm. reason for Come that. On. There's no need for it. What do you think is going to happen next on Buffy, Pat? Oh, geez. Okay. So whatever. They did it out, right? Okay. <laughs> they did they, it out. They did it out. They made it happen. If I were Spike, I would be very nervous about getting staked accidentally. Right. Just saying. But I think it's still going to be this whole back and forth thing where Buffy's not going to, she's going to say it's a mistake and that they shouldn't be doing it. So just get out of your head, mister, because that was, we were just all torn up and in, 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 in the fight and our adrenaline was rushing and we couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. And that's just what happens, okay? It's not a love thing, all right? It's just a crazy, I don't know. So they're going to, it's just going to go back and forth. They're just going to play cold and then they're going to do it again. And they're going to mm-hmm. do it a few more times, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh that's gonna be most of the season is just it's just gonna be a sleaze fest on upn <laughs> okay uh-huh. and then willow is gonna continue to get darker but she's hanging out with amy amy's kind of a bad pill mm-hmm. so they're gonna uh they, they're gonna corrupt each other for a little bit they're gonna be bad girls <laughs> as tara uh tries to uh keep tabs with um with uh dawn Dawn. Mm -hmm. and then their paths are gonna cross when willow is just being the baddest and Mm -hmm. doing the most magics Mm -hmm. and it's gonna just break tara's heart even more and then that's what's gonna send willow into the spiral okay okay all right there you go all right do you have any predictions about uh, the trio? Yeah, they're going to keep coming back. Okay. They're just popcorn. They're just popping in and out, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, ooh, maybe Willow will uh, uh, team up with the trio. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds unite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's going to be like, they all reject me. And they're like, we like you here. Yeah, in our lair. It's fine. You can stay with us because she can't stay anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And then they all start playing like board games together. Um, but then she joins like their evil. She's like, you guys want to see some real magic? And then she like tries to impress them with her dark magic. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that gets them into more trouble. I like it. Hate to say it. what do you think is going to happen on lost um (laughs) i did not write down any predictions (laughs) um i think that sawyer i'm going to go real obvious okay i think that sawyer is going to realize that he's not over kate and it's going to complicate things complicate (laughs) things Ah. uh, with him and and juju b (laughs) <laughs> what did you call her juju bean yeah my little juju bee yeah it's gonna complicate things with him and juju bee 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think Juju B's a jealous type. You know, I think she'll just no, she's gonna cool. be like, she'll be like, listen, we're we're it or we're not. You know. Yeah. We yes and we're no. We're in then we're, we're out. Up, hot then we're cold. Down. Yeah. yeah. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Um. Just don't know. I don't know what is happening. I don't know <laughs> why the others are there. I don't know why who the indigenous people are. Are the indigenous people the others? What's the Dharma Initiative doing? Yeah. Just like it's been so long and they haven't answered those questions. So I don't know that we're ever going to get answers to those questions. Okay. But I think next episode we're going to see Locke again. And everybody's going to unite and they're going to have a nice, a nice losty picnic. Okay. Probably won't happen, but it would be great. All right. Good. Uh, what media you got to recommend this week? I'm going to recommend this book, The Healing Power of the Sacred Woman. Okay. Health, Creativity, and Fertility for the Soul by Christine R. Page, MD. Okay. It's a good book about how, like, you know, women used to, like, run shit, and then men were like, oh, no, we're afraid of your periods, and we got to stop, put a stop to this. Oh, what um, a, that, that old chestnut? Yeah. <laughs> talks about that, and then kind of talks about how to, like, reclaim, you know, womanhood, womanhood and sacred right. creativity and whatnot. You know, okay. one of those books. Sounds great. It's very good. If you're into that at all, this is very, it's a very good like historical. It starts off with a lot of history, anthropology, uh, scientific data. It's very good. It's like a very good resource, but it's not dry. So I'm very, I'm very much liking it. Okay. What what about you? What you got? I'm going to recommend a movie this week. Mm. Uh, It won Best Picture this year at the Oscars. (gasps) Oh, Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. Uh, it isn't a super hard recommendation from me. I thought I was going to love, love, love this movie. Mm-hmm. I've and heard people highly liked, recommend it, and I have watched it. I liked it. I liked okay. it. What would you rate I, it? Maybe I, I seven, like a okay. seven out of ten. Uh, I think, I think it has all the ingredients to be one of my favorite things in the world. Um, and I was, maybe I just set the bar too high for my expectations because Mm. it won a ton of Academy Awards. Yeah, it did. And seeing the trailers and the cast and everything and knowing what it was about, I was like, oh, this is right up my alley. I'm going to love every minute of this. And, uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was all right. It was a little, it was a little long. It was Mm. a little, um, like slow. It wasn't like that slow. Like it's paced, like the pacing's pretty quick. It's just, it's hard to, maybe I have to watch it again. It's one of those movies that maybe I, you know, maybe I didn't pick it all up. Um, But I feel like, uh, you know, it's a bit nihilistic Mm -hmm. throughout a a lot of it, which is kind of the point too. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just needed it to be a little tighter. And uh, I probably would have liked it more. Yeah. yeah. I uh, where where can you watch it? 
you can watch it on Paramount Plus. So I signed up for the 30-day free trial. You get Paramount Plus plus Showtime for oh. free for 30 days. You can see it there. Okay. And we're going to see some other things too, like Babylon's on there. I'll probably watch that this weekend. Mm. You could watch Yellow Jackets too. I could watch Yellow Jackets, but you made that it sound not... very dark. Um. Yeah, you might like it. Amy would. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you would even like it though. All right. Uh. Okay. That's it. Well, I think that does it. Okay. So bring us on home, Pat. All right. Well, listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places. Leave us a five-star review on that Apple Podcast if you haven't yet. Got to get those ratings up. Yeah. Spread the word to all your friends and family and coworkers and uh, aunts Anyone and Anyone you meet on the street. Grandmas and strangers and just pets. Street youths. Uh, street youths. Just anybody. Just, you know, hawk this, this podcast. Make it go everywheres everywhere all at every, once all at once yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can also follow us on instagram facebook and twitter at kickstream pod where we love to share clips from the episodes and hear your feedback of what your favorite moments are if we entertain you support us on buy me a coffee buymeacoffee.com slash kickstream pod and you can send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickstreampod.com and always remember that streaming is better with Boba Fett. Oh, yeah! Wow, I didn't even didn't even know that was gonna happen. Yeah, that was that was the choice right there. That was magic. All right, magic meatballs. We'll see you next week for one oh five. 105. Stay alive. Bye. Bye.